Hey, gang, you know that slow jam version of the WHM theme song that we use on uh, On Screen Live, among other things? Well, you know, that audio file is exactly 52 seconds long. And in that time right now, I'm going to attempt to jam in every single tour date we have coming up for you fine folks uh, around the world and in some states of the United variety. Uh, all right, so here we go. We're going to put in the theme song and see if I can do this. Three, two, one, go. All right, so let's see. First up, on February 1st, we're going to be on the internet global event, folks. Talking the Flash. Uh, replay is going to be available for seven days after the show. Uh, you can go straight to moment.co slash we hate movies. Get them ticks for that. Uh, April 25th, that's 425. We're returning to Atlanta, Georgia for the first time in seven years. We're going to be at the City Winery. Classing it up a little bit in Atlanta, Georgia, 425. Then on 514, we're making our way to the Lone Star State, folks. Houston, Texas. We're at the Houston Improv. Uh, Going to be great Houston debut. And then 515, Austin, Texas. Our return there uh, after six years away. Cap City Comedy Club. All these tickets available. All the information. WHMpodcast.com. Hey, I did it. Pretty cool, eh, Ernest Borgnine? Cool, man. Please listen carefully for a very important We Hate Movies-related announcement. Holy smokes, it's Listener Request Month, folks. New listeners are like, what? And old listeners are like, yeah! Well, what is Listener Request Month? It's that one time of year where you tell us what to watch. So, like, every year, we're going to open up the WHM request line, and it's up to you to program our entire March calendar, all right? The way it works is you dial 1-833-946-4264, or in an easier, more fun way, one eight three three whm gang and leave us a brief message, brief message about one movie you'd like us to cover. Be sure to include your name and where you're calling from to be eligible, and that's one movie per call. Any calls asking for more than one are disqualified, folks. We will throw that in the trash so fast. So what's eligible to be called in? Nearly everything. The 10-year rule, which only kind of exists now anyway, is off the table. We just needed to be streaming somewhere so that us and, you know, your fellow audience members can find it. We're not buying $90 VHS tapes on eBay, folks. Well, maybe Steve is, but the rest of us definitely aren't. So make sure your request is somewhere digital. And just to be clear, the phone lines are open for We Hate Movies entries only. So it's got to fit that vague parameter of a We Hate Movies title, all right? Also, there's a couple of movies like The Room and Birdemic, things like that, that we're just not going to do, so do not bother. Hey, also, Patreon friends, our loyal kick-ass Patreon subscribers, we'd never forget you all. You get to email us directly with your picks for Patreon selections. Email whmrequests at gmail.com. That's whmrequests, plural, whmrequests at gmail.com. Now, what can you uh, request stuff for? Here we go. A We Love Movies episode, all right? These are available at the $5 level and up. That's a movie that you love and you think we'll also love and would be able to make a fun two-ish hour chat out of, okay? Same deal as the WHM requirements. You don't need to find it somewhere, yada, yada. Though, let's be smart about it, gang. Leave the incredibly challenging atrocity films like Zone of Interest for a less goofy podcast. Kind of hard to make scenes of people sifting through the items of the recently murdered funny. You know what I mean? Look at the We Love Movies back catalog list on our website, whmpodcast.com, if you want to get some inspiration, all right? 
Now, for Animation Damnation, that's the $3 level and up, folks. We're going to need the name of a 30-ish minute cartoon and the specific episode, very important specific episode, that you want us to talk about, uh, as well as where we can find it. If it's streaming, let us know where. And if it's on YouTube or somewhere else like that, just include the link in your email. No feature film requests, folks. These are 30-ish minute cartoons only, all right? Nexus episodes, that's at our $8 level and up. That's right, we're opening up to any and all episodes of Star Trek TNG, Deep Space Nine, Voyager, Enterprise, or Strange New Worlds. That's exciting, right? Look, we're leaving out TOS because we're just about done with TOS episodes on the actual run of the Nexus, so no point in doing that. And also, yes, we added in Strange New Worlds because it's episodic. I've seen all of it. The guys won't be lost. Uh, So I know there's a bunch of uh, Strange New World episodes I'd love to have the guys watch and talk about, too. So feel free to write those in. We just need the name of the show and the episode you'd like to be covered. Uh, the Star Wars Gleep Glossary, of course, also at the $8 level and up. Uh, if you have a fun Star Wars character you always wanted to hear us riff on, let us know. Shoot us an email of the character in question, and we'll look into it. Uh, we've done a lot of Gleep Glossaries entries over the years, though, all right? So be sure you double-check. We haven't covered your character yet, because otherwise, it's a waste of your time. For all the above, by the way, please send us one email per request. we got to keep this as organized as possible, and this is the only way to do it. One email per request. So if you want to request something for each of the four sideshows, that's four separate emails with subject lines that let us know what you're requesting. Make it easy on us, please. Again, any emails that double up, they're getting chucked in the bin. All right? We got to keep it organized. Lastly, sorry, no requests will be taken for Melrose 2 and out. We got to go in order there, gang. Absolutely no way we'd be able to navigate those insane waters at random, okay? Also, as always, include your name and where you're writing in from in those emails. We're not going to read your email address on the air, docs or anything. we just like to give you credit uh, for the request. Starting January the 16th, which is right now and ending 11 59 Eastern Standard Time on January the 31st. That's January 16th through 1159 EST on January the 31st. We will be accepting brief phone calls for We Hate Movies episodes via 1-833-946-4264. That's 1-833-WHM-GANG. And for Patreon requests, we're accepting emails via whmrequests at gmail.com. We're so excited to see what you all beautiful folks call in because this March, you tell us what to watch. triumphant return of on screen live my name is andrew jupin i'm gonna bring in uh, three buds we're gonna talk over the weekend box office uh paltry as it is uh and we're also going to uh, review a bunch of shit that we've been watching uh you know that's like new adjacent but uh hey you know we've been on break for a while so uh what are you gonna do but let me bring in these buds right now first up straight from the new goon cave eric siska i've been gooning since we've been <laughs> off the air every monday at noon i start the goon <laughs> session here excellent dude but now it's now i have to do this yeah well sorry about that well we'll try to find some off weeks so you can charge back thank up. you i'd appreciate it uh next up you know him you love him the librarian himself mr chris cabin and that's when i told ian curtis to blow it out your ass 
Yes, we were at a KFC at the time and it didn't matter because the guy behind the counter had, of course, escaped through the back. I went back there. I took it to the soda fountain and I started throwing sodas at Ian Curtis. Who is this? Uh, who wrote this book? Excuse me. Oh, oh, hi. Um, this is uh, Marky e. Smith, of course, of the fall. Oh, got it. Yeah. I'm oh. glad the uh, book fair got to Connecticut in time for this one. <laughs> oh, no. I mean, I, I've had that one for a while. Uh, uh, one of my favorite bands, The Fall. Um, oh, I see. I thought it was I, a Jarvis Cocker for a second on the yeah. cover there. But, yeah. I mean, he does have that kind of look, I guess, on the cover. He's he's looking a little swaggy on that one, I guess. That's right. That's right. Uh, and hey, making his triumphant return, we have uh, reanimated his lifeless body. Please welcome back to the program and the WHMU at large, Mr. Steven Sadak. Hey, everybody. How's it going? Yeah. yeah. Steve hey. lives indeed. Dude. I am so glad it worked out. We found your body in the in the river and we put your yeah. baby's brain inside of it. <laughs> yes. And here you are. Yes. And I'm horny as hell. I'm so fucking <laughs> horny, guys. Yeah. I was chasing that cute little duck dog, dude. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I didn't like that movie. <laughs> I'll probably never watch it again. Yeah. Pretty yeah. indifferent I mean, to it. I'm not going to complain about all the uh, male no. and female nudity, of course. No, certainly not. And I mean, oh. Emma Stone deserves her awards. Yeah, you know, I had a little surgery. Uh, still got most of my toes. Now, uh, mm. <laughs> now a little yeah. surgery where... Uh, Did you sell them? Did you sell I know, them? I have, I have not. <laughs> I, I've just started to like walk outside and stuff, which is sort of exciting. Nice. This nice. is a new, uh, in, in, a new thing. Definitely sitting on a surgery donut, so don't worry about that. Oh, man. oh you got to do it, dude. Mm -hmm. You got to do, do it. Uh, but we got so many people welcoming you back, dude, in the chat. We got mm -hmm. uh, Kate G, Knowledge Junkie, Will Plock. That's nice. Uh, Lena 10, welcome everybody. Nico Fish, Malls G, Jen Stansfield. Uh, hello, everybody in the chat. Welcome welcome back to the chat. Yes. Lively. Is this an old man sweater or a robe you're you're rocking? No, this, here? Is, this is an old man sweater. <laughs> okay. It's, it's uh, yeah, I was gonna say, Chris, it uh, looks like you stole uh, it from the hospital. To, uh, <laughs> to quote, a ratty. To quote, uh, to quote, Dumb and Dumber, it's a cardigan. But thanks for noticing. Of course, <laughs> very nice. <laughs> Look cozy. Uh, uh, all right, dudes, we got a lot to uh, get to today. A lot of uh, ins and outs and what have yous, as it were. Uh, talk about some movies and TV we've been watching and whatnot. But uh, yeah, let's talk about the weekend numbers. We're in that January pit of despair. This is highest gross. All right. Uh, yeah, so this is, you know, the badlands of January, you guys. Mm, not, yeah. a, not a lot going on. Uh, with regard to tr ticket transactions, let's put it that way. The bad um, days, the all or nothing days. <laughs> the watch the migration days. days. <laughs> it's uh, the migration days here, man. Um, number five. Are those um, little are those little rubber duckies uh, characters? Are they like minions in this thing? No, I think it's just kind of a, a goof. Just maybe. a funny little poster. Yeah, yeah. Huh? Probably, yeah. Unless we do it, I'm probably never going to see this movie unless, and again, maybe my nephews will drag me to it. But I will say... Uh -huh. Just from the ad campaigns and all sorts of cross promotion, I find those ducks charming. So there oh. you go. I do too. I do too. And wow, I you guys saying, sound like my mother with happy feet. <laughs> and that came out. She's like, they're charming. Well, that's the thing. It's uh, they were charming. Yeah, Bir so? Charming birds have become an animated staple. Yes, birds really are a big thing. That uh, also is just them ripping off a uh, Toy Story. 
Yes. Yes. Well, that, uh, Shro- sitting with all the alien guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Well, that sh- uh, shaved nutsacks with fucking uh, glasses on. They go, baby, baby, Yeah, I don't true. like those. No. Some no, of those minions true. are also unshaved nutsacks, just mm-hmm. by the way. Right. Uh, very rubbery. See, that's good. At least with birds, you don't have to think about what their genitalia is like. Exactly. You know it. You could look it you up. Know it. Look I know like, it. Right. I know it in and out. There's that's YouTube true. channels that are just dedicated to it. <laughs> is that right? There are. There, they <laughs> yeah. are there. Uh, hit me up with that link. I will say, um, not me, but <laughs> little kids in my family. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, two little thumbs up to that movie. Oh, there you go. That's fun. Uh, one of my nieces and my nephew went and saw it, uh, enjoyed it. Uh, we're looking here. Week six, we've accumulated 95 million at the U.S. box office, 192 globally. This little guy's doing wow. just all right. Do you remember like when, I mean, like this is very much me looking back at this point. I don't even think it's nostalgia, but it's just weird now. Yeah, we're like uh, when we were growing up, the fucking January, like you didn't notice these movies because people were still seeing all the movies that were like, yes. going to make the awards thing. Exactly. Yeah. And yes. like, I, I, it has all that just gone so quickly to streaming that it doesn't matter. Yes, probably. That seems like what happened. Yeah. I mean, I'd say also, like, just based upon like where we live, you know, we're seeing a lot of that stuff kind of ahead of the wider releases anyway. Sure. So maybe now, just like purely like geographically, we don't go see these movies but, as you know because we've already seen them, I guess. But to Chris's point, it's not making it at the box. You know what I mean? If Middle America was just introduced to say poor things, or yeah, I mean, uh, I guess it's just it's not a year that has that really. Yeah, um, at least Oppenheimer is back in IMAX and selling out shows. <laughs> Check that's out true. That's, Check out yeah, our episode on it. That's I mean, the, probably the two biggest Oscar frontrunners made the most money, which are Barbie and Oppenheimer in July, you know? So that's, yeah. yeah. I'm kind of looking farther down the list here. Cause you know, we only do the top five here on highest gross, but uh, yeah, I mean like poor things was at 10, you yeah. know? So people are, are kind of coming out with that. Uh, Iron Claw, which is getting no award chatter. That really. Is- it was, Fucking nuts that that it's movie crazy. is crazy. Uh, yeah. Top of the century. It is fucking crazy. I think it's, it's because Zach, I, I watched it over our little break here. I enjoyed it very uh, much. I think Zach went a little too hard with it. He he looks like a uh, a freak now. So I think it's, it's like he's huge, dude. Isn't it crazy yeah. how big he is I in that movie? He's great in that movie. He's fantastic. I, I'm not saying he's bad. I'm just saying he's 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 off putting. It's unsettling well. to look at. No, yeah, you're sure. absolutely correct. Even Jeremy Allen White thought so. Oh yeah, I mean, th- I think they're all good. I just it's such like one of those straight drama things. Like I, I guess Oppenheimer's giving people that, but like to me, I'm like that's just so like quickly to me like what a, a voting body would want. Just a straight yes. drama done very well i think to your point though also dude it is something about like what's being released when like with barbie and oppenheimer uh over over the summer and killers of the flower moon was like late october and then super early november but like i think one of the reasons we're not talking about it as much one of the movies that i think they sort of positioned it christmas time and then it'll expand and it'll be this huge hit is the color purple yeah, and that you know, I think you could see oh, yeah. Warner Brothers thinking like this will be a ton of nominations. It's got yeah. some attention, but not, I think, the ton it's, that would have taken it into January being like a real box office banger. It's an interesting movie, but that was never going to make a war. No, 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 no. Uh, but, but you like, can totally see how they 
I guess in their would. frame, but that's just so crazy to me to be like, yeah, of course, this thing, this this musical that are they're doing so well right now, and everybody. <laughs> yeah. but it, so much what, right what, what, wait, what are you talking about though? Like the the Spielberg West Side Story was rife with nominations. When that, the box office right now is a musical, isn't it? Is it Mean Girls? Oh, well, Mean Girls, but yeah, in January, Eric. Wow. I mean, it doesn't count. And so, <laughs> isn't Wonka a musical as well? Am I wrong? Yes, it's terrible. That's like a full straight on musical, Wonka. Yeah. Oh yeah. He, Oh, oh yeah, yeah. They do pull asides with it. Twirlings. Um, oh, jeez. Okay. Well, that'll be on pay per view in this house. Not going to the theater <laughs> for Wonka. Anyway, uh, in at number four, uh, anyone but you, starring movie star Glenn Powell and piece of sentient sheetrock Sydney Sweeney. Uh, <laughs> what I'm is sorry, I, I don't. I don't care for her. I didn't I even think- know this was out. I didn't know what. I don't know what this yeah. is. But I'm. I'm happy those young people are doing their. This thing. is. It's a rom com, dude. It's a straight yeah. up like two people who don't like each other have to do this whole farce and pretend that they're engaged to make their exes jealous. Yada. Uh-huh. I will remember this movie only for the Nathan Fielder Emma yes. Emma Stone. Uh, absolutely brutal takedown of the of the cutesy trailer that they put out which was oh really oh i missed that it, they put out a cutesy trailer like when this movie came out and it's like the two of them being like uh, come to see my movie and then like um, and then sydney sweeney's like don't you mean my movie and then the yes. next day for the keep uh for the curse rather Cursed, yeah. yeah the uh episode and nathan fielder did the exact same thing like oh, and, man, and it was like absolutely <laughs> brutal it was just it was so uncomfortable yeah. to watch that i loved it so much that's incredible and i think yeah. sweetie might be your classic really good looking character actor and i think yeah. that she needs to get uh-huh. out of lead she, role like i think she's great in reality she uh, is really good in reality role. like yes. she's not a bad act it's just like again like they put her in these movies and shows that like I'm not. I don't care about somebody. Probably really likes her in Euphoria. So I don't. You're saying no, like sure in- she's great. I just. I personally like. I made that joke, so I'll just say like. Sure. In everything that I've seen her in, I find it the exact same note, and that's, that's not fair. interesting to me. But maybe in 30 years, she'll be like a Jennifer Coolidge, and everyone will love yeah. her. Ooh, that's, I, I think that that's. I, I really do. I think that she's got like character actress kind of. Uh, vibe to her that she, but she's really good looking. So they're like, "You're a lead." It's like, is she the, really? The annoying thing about it was they also uh, tried to like kind of like astroturf the idea of this movie because there was like shots of them like making cutesy eyes behind the scenes of yes. making this before uh-huh. the movie ever came out. It was just like, oh my god, they have so much chemistry. They're looking at each other. There's two attractive <laughs> people who are looking at each other. That oh my fun. god, I want to watch that. Sure. That, well, it, it's in theaters right now, Eric. Well, it is. It did yes, uh, 5.4 million this weekend. And, you know, it's done 64 million here and 100 globally. I mean, it's not nothing. I appreciate that movies like this are out in sure. theaters. Um, so, you know, for what it's worth, I'm glad that it's there. Uh, all right, here we go. Moving right along. Ugh. News to me that this was a musical Wonka, which, so that reminds me though, both Wonka and Mean Girls, we are doing this thing yes. mm-hmm. where we're scared of like being out and proud about our musical and we're cutting trailers without the musical numbers you're, in them. You're right. Yeah, but, they're uh, hiding it. What the fuck are you doing? But, like, that, but that just speaks to like what I'm talking about. Like, they clearly know that people aren't like flocking to these things, even though they're doing okay in a January box office. Sure. But like, why wouldn't you put that for like, if Wonka is a musical, which it is like, yeah, why wouldn't you put it that way? Because they're scared of it. They're like, 
they they think like audiences are going to make fun of it and shit. Like but I, the funny I don't thing, know. The funny one about that though for me is uh, Mean Girls. Both actually Mean Girls and Color Purple, because both are very known and successful stage musicals. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't a fucking secret. What are you doing? Trying to trick somebody into thinking they just remade Mean Girls? They did that. And remade Color Purple? I think they did that. Uh, didn't they just release a musical version of Waitress? Yes. Didn't they film? No, that, it was a filmed from. It was the from theater. the Broadway version? Okay. I, well, yes. Yes. Okay. I don't I, know. I, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I thought for a minute it was they had done the same thing like with Mean Girls, but with Waitress. Uh, no, 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 no. I mean, okay. Mean Girls is a it's a movie musical. Yeah, yeah. Uh, wait, the waitress thing. Someone in the chat, correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like I would have known about this. It is just we filmed a stage production, okay. like a, a production of the musical, which is a good music. I, I kind of would probably. rather have that than like trying to make it a movie around. Yeah, it. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, but that's that just that only gets released on Fathom Events, Eric. So oh, you want to release it on major, you know, right. theaters. So you have to yeah. be like, it's a movie, right, right, right. yeah, twenty yeah. percent new footage. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, Wonka six point five mil. Look at these numbers, though. Uh, One hundred eighty-seven million in the U.S., five hundred thirty-two globally, and this thing only cost one hundred twenty-five million dollars. So it's a Timmy hit. Timmy's yep. got a hit. There you Timmy go. Hit. Timmy hit. Timmy hit. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. <laughs> We'll be talking about. We call it a Tibby hit. Well, you know what? Maybe maybe it's good that we moved Dune until this next into this new year because you can't have these two Timmy hits hitting each other. Actually, that's true because Timmy hits going to time cop itself. Like, and then 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 it's then no one has a Timmy hit. Two Timmy hits cannot occupy the same weekend. That is the idea. And hey, Wonka, lay off the fucking chocolate bars. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right, so here we'll be talking about this one a little more in a second. Uh, but the David Ayer beekeeper was in its second week here uh, from MGM. We're looking at 8.4 mil. And this Ugh. is, you know, it was an okay 49% drop. Not too shabby for week two. 31 million here, 75 around the globe. Had I not been medically unable, I definitely would have saw this this weekend because the trailer looks so ridiculous. I was medically oh, able yeah. and I didn't see it. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of wish I did because I think it's cool that an I, action movie is number two right now. We, we are going to talk about it, but I do think it, uh, the number one thing it does is it sets up very well a, a direct TV, a, a VOD action uh, series franchise yep. that Scott Atkins or anybody else can just be dropped right Dude, into. You are completely right, Chris. And it's like, uh, what's the one? Sniper? Wasn't that like a, it was I, a Mark Wahlberg movie? And then we went like John Cena. Sugar? And lower. Marine, Marine also no, does Marine that. Marine is maybe that's what I'm thinking of with John yes. Cena. That's yes. one. The Marine. Um, all of yes, yeah. it just happens because, all all the time now. <laughs> it's just, because this is goes. just like insert new person to play titular yes. B. So do you think yeah. J- uh, John Cusack is going to find himself uh, on the on the receiving end of the beekeeper at some? He's point? He's going to get beekeepered uh, yep. most definitely. I would say Scott Adkins <laughs> is in line for a beekeeping uh, of his own. Well, I mean, nice. John, knowing John Cusack, he would want to play. I mean, maybe he would like you know gnaw down on some real like ghastly villain role. Yeah, but I feel uh, like he would want to be like the tech man for the oh beekeeper. yeah he, he would want to be on the side of the beekeeper i feel you would sub in uh cusack for the jeremy irons character yeah maybe. yes uh, uh get yeah get him like in so there. like cusack's like an older like managerial kind of thing <laughs> anyway more on that in a minute but the mean girls musical which is indeed a movie musical and not a filmed 
uh, production of the stage musical was number one for the second week in a row. And we're looking Tearing at 11.7. We've got yeah. Mean Girls Fever, and I want to announce something here because I need money desperately. Sure. I have. Check this out. And I've been, I'm so old, I was working in entertainment when the original Mean Girls came out. Wow. This and you is, legged it off a of TV? Nope. This is an oh. actual screener copy. This is from Late Night with Conan O'Brien. This is Conan O'Brien's actual personal uh, wow. view, viewer here of a screener here. It, when you put it on, it says Conan O'Brien on it so wow. that they know oh. who leaked it if uh -huh. it came out. That's in right. 2004, and I nicked it when he wasn't looking. So, thousand dollars, <laughs> hit me up. Mean uh, Girl Fever is going up. Conan O'Brien's screener, Chris. It's available to behind all the that, Mean yeah, Girl no, I, I know, but do you have any OJ memorabilia back there too? <laughs> that you're just hoarding? Uh, no. Do you have a buyer that's also OJ? He doesn't have any of those crummy crummies, Chris. He's only got the pretty pretties. He's the got the great screeners. I unfortunately was rejected for the OJ Simpson internship. <laughs> Instead, I had to get coffee for Conan O'Brien. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm sure Nevada would have would have embraced you with open arms. Direct message me on Twitter, Instagram. Let's move this tape. Let's get me to repair this window. That's, I think, that's I think you get something on. If you put that on eBay for something, I don't think uh -huh. a thousand, maybe like a hundred bucks and put a bidding war. I think you'd probably get up to 300 bucks. We'll, we'll see. Would you we'll have see. to like prove in some way? Oh, it that's, says well, it on it. Of course. That's, oh, that's, the, that's, that's the proof. You're right. You're right. I, yeah. I mean, unsigned, that's a real it, shame. It, it uh, is unsigned, but remember, <laughs> there, it's it's 2000. It's a mint condition. <laughs> Look at this. Very little wear on this, and it's a Memorex. That's a, that was a good brand when it existed. Do we have the uh, uh, like the selling jewelry on TV music? Yeah. We should get type it in. <laughs> but next week, when you try and sell that patio set, we are going to mute your mic. This is related to what we were talking about, so it's fine. But patio furniture <laughs> is a I need to move that patio stuff. The old people left it here, and I got my. I want to do something new, no. so that will be next week. No, I we're not going wait. We're not talking wait. about Night Swim just so you can talk about your patio. We're not doing long chair by lawn chair next no. week. Get ready for the spring season. You're going to do a lot of outdoor entertaining. Uh, I did. Speaking of Night Swim, Chris, I was curious because this weekend uh, I love to, you know, uh, I, again, we're bet, uh, I wasn't leaving the house yeah. and I was looking for, you know, just anything that new VOD stuff mm. and I, I had the thought and I, I tweeted it too, just whatever happened to the January horror movie? Where is my bye-bye man? Where is um, my escape room or and or escape room champions? There is one. It's what? it's not good though. Is it Night Swim? Is that the No, it's called the... Founders Day. Oh, oh yes. Uh, I've heard of that. It sounds It's a slasher. Terrible. It's an actual slasher. Yeah. Really? I guess the move is because horror actually does well now, it's out of the January slot. So you would release yeah. those in, in March and beyond. Yeah. Even even I mean, your, even your bye bye man might have might have gotten a March release date in the year of our Lord twenty twenty four. Yeah, I guess yeah. I guess that's entirely possible. But I mean, like, that's the interesting thing is like people things can kind of make money all over the place now. Yeah. Like, so yeah, I mean, I, I would say one that's out, Steve, it's it's on the horror comedy side of things. Not a theatrical release, though. That's another thing. We have the advent of shutters. So yep. like uh destroy all neighbors. Um okay. with Jonah Ray Rodriguez and uh, Alex Winter. It's a trip. It's fucking wacky as balls, but it's like something. Uh, of note. Anyway, speaking of Mean Girl Fever, Eric, maybe with regard to your eBay listing, but not so much with this movie. Only 66 million globally and 50 million here in the US. This was supposed to be a uh, Paramount Plus 
exclusive title. And now um, how well it's doing. And you can own a piece of history. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Could you show us the front of the tape itself? It's just black. It's just, yeah, he's got... Also, yeah, no, Conan, Conan yeah. didn't get through much of the movie there. Huh? No, Eric Siska didn't get through much of the movie there. So other than that, it is pristine. <laughs> After this marker, that's Conan eyes only right there. Yeah, you can, I mean, that's you watch what he watched. <laughs> I'm waiting for you to have to prove that the Conan stamp is on there, putting it in a VCR, pressing play, and it eats it right no, there. Eric oh, Siska. This, is, this is pristine. No one's going to eat this tape. I'm excited for this, Eric Siska. Even lower stakes, can you ever forgive me? It's yeah, somehow, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's just somehow an even lower stakes. If Melissa McCarthy can play you, that'd be great. Yeah, perfect. Oh, there we go. There are right in. There are Conan collectors out there, you know, Eric. Oh, you know, of you should just contact them. I actually I have pieces of the set. I've got a lot. We'll talk. <laughs> we'll talk later. Uh, hey, but uh, speaking of us talking later, uh, we're going to be talking later on February the first, which yes. is a week from this Thursday. Oh, uh, Moment.co slash We Hate Movies because we're doing our Flash show. If you can even believe it, I can't believe that's literally next week. That's kind of yeah. bonkers, but. That is uh, crazy. Yeah, we're going to be doing the show 9 p.m. Eastern uh, and then immediately following that, uh, a live Q&A, VIP after party kind of thing. This was the one people were like, oh, my God, I can't believe they didn't do it this month. We're doing it. It's it's yes. it's ju- it's just one day late. Uh, I, we'll call it uh, <laughs> worst of January. One day late. It's <laughs> I, an ama- it, it's it is one of the worst movies I've seen. It's, it's one of the worst superhero movies, period. I still have not seen it. I'm oh very boy. excited. I'm saving myself so everyone can hear my f- live on air freak out on Thursday. Yes. <laughs> you're, you're not going to enjoy it, Eric. And yeah, I'm. I, for one, just am a little worried that we only have two hours to discuss this thing. I need a full I know, but day. We got to be careful. To, to do, I need eight hours. If, mm-hmm. if I can get me an eight-hour place to talk about this. <laughs> I Just so I can fit in all my graphs and my big chalkboard I got back here. I, oh, wait. I'm sorry. It's over there. Oh, your red yarn. Yes. I'm stringing things together. Well, and just to deal with the flying babies. That's yeah. all I'm... The that's babies. all I'm talking that's, yeah. that's the first part of the theorem. No idea what you're talking about, but I'm very excited to find out. Moment.co slash We Ate Movies. February 1st. We'll that's be right. And available seven days after. That's right. And hey, you can also see us in the flesh Whoa. this spring. That's right. If you're looking down there at uh, the little ticker going by uh, the 25th of April, folks, we are returning to Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, the first time in seven years. That's crazy to say. Uh, so we're super excited to go back. Uh, we love that town. We're going to be eating pretty as always. Show's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, that's at City Winery, of course. Yes, tickets uh, are actually yeah. flying, so you're going to want to get on that. Right. Yeah. Uh, 514, we make our debut in the great city of Houston, Texas. We're going to Space City, you guys. Love that. Uh, we're going to be the Houston Improv. Uh, and then the very next night, we're uh, hoofing it south a couple hours. We're going to be in Austin. Our grand return to Austin after a six-year hiatus. Uh, and also not during the commotion of South By. Uh, so no. it'll be easier for folks to get into the city. Uh, we are going to be at Cap City Comedy, they call it, folks, uh, on the 15th. Movies for all these three live dates are going to be decided this week. So you're going to have to keep your ears, ears peeled yeah. uh, for that. We have not decided uh, what the shows are going to be. But there's know, a lot hey, of options, you know. There are, and if you if you want to uh, contribute to that, just uh, fire off some tweets. Just say, "Hey, you should do this and that," and we'll look at it. Yeah, you might absolutely. you might make the difference. 
Yes. Suggest yeah. a title for the tour and pick up a nice Mean Girls cassette. <laughs> no, do VHS not. Cassette. I'm not doing a Richard Linklater movie. Don't even ask me. No, I, so, somebody jokingly uh, on Patreon was like, oh, I'm going to finally give it to, to Linklater. Of no, course, of never. course not. My uh, boy. But, if if it if it goes the way I'm hoping it does, Austin is going to be a We Love Movies episode. Yeah, I think so too. I'm just going to put that out there. Uh, but all this uh, info, folks, uh, the digital uh, worldwide experience, anywhere in the world you can watch that. Which, by the way, we didn't say it. If you can't make it on the first replay available uh, for seven days after that. Um, but all of this info, whmpodcast.com. Click on the tour button. It'll bring you to links with all of those shows, with all the info. Uh, and also, when we have the movies uh, selected, it'll be on the website as well. Like it is with The Flash Show, February 1st. Oh, my God. I can't believe I have to watch that goddamn movie again. <laughs> oh, baby. It's happening. <laughs> oh, it's going to happen. Uh, and there- Steve... Oh, go ahead, Chris. Is there a director's cut? Am I? Am I? uh, No, no. I I think think this is just this is exactly what Andy Marchetti or whatever Mm. that guy wanted. Yes, yeah, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Wasn't that the fellow that did the two It movies? Yeah, Yeah. It the Clown one and two, and Mama, the Jessica Chastain horror movie. Oh, right, right, right. I think I I liked it. it. It's okay. Um, hey, Steve, though, speaking of requesting things, what's going on right now? Oh, my God. Listener request month. The lines are open. We are uh, li- we are waiting f- uh, for your phone call at one eight three three whm gang That is how you're going to request any and all We Hate Movies episodes. Just a quick one-minute call saying, hey, I'm from here. I want you to do this, that, and the other. Just one movie. Sorry. I want you to do this. No, that, or the other thing. Just this. Uh, I want you to do this, blah, blah, blah. Uh, so W-833-WHM-GANG. That's how you're going to call it. We hate movies. Anything for Patreon, just write in a separate email. Say, hey, I want to request these two episodes of Star Trek for the Nexus. Hey, I'd like to request uh, this uh, movie for We Love Movies. You know what we have on Patreon. We have it yeah. all there. Uh, but yeah, whm requests at gmail.com. That's right. One different, request per email. Different email address than the mailbag offering. So remember yes. to remember to send right. it to this address because the other address that's getting deleted. Exactly. What? One work request per email, one request per show. I want that to be also very yes. clear. This has been an issue before. <laughs> uh, I And I also, a, a message to the terminally nervous and anxious and depressed. Just call and say the say your name, say yeah. the movie you want done, say goodbye. It's not exactly. a big deal. It's I okay. swear to God, it's very easy. I do. I, I I go through the calls. I always find it incredibly endearing when someone's got a long a script where there's like, and they just fuck it up. And it's just like, <laughs> yeah, why do you request the beekeeper? Because Jason Statham's a fuck. Right. <laughs> yeah, I want to call him the beekeeper because Jason Statham needs to be stung by a bunch of fucking bees. And it's like, it's fine either way. It's fine. But don't worry. It's kind of it. like the We Hate Movies equivalent of uh, that Winnebago Man video. It, it is. Oh, my God. I have so many of those. Oh, that that is so great. Good movie. Good. But, uh, yeah, but good nothing movie. to be nervous about at all. Yeah. Uh, we will not put on, if you say fuck or something and, and eject your call, we will not screen it for everybody. And we're, cursing we're, is okay, folks. Cursing Absolutely. is okay. Oh, yeah. I mean, come on. We're not going to tell you not to curse. Mm-hmm. That would be wrong. Uh, so, yes, whmrequests at gmail.com uh, for all those Patreon requests. And one eight three three whm gang for the uh, We Hate Movies Listener Request Month. I'm excited. We've yeah. been getting calls in. I'm excited. It's coming right um, up. Yeah. All right. Now I'm looking so. in the chat. There's nothing wrong with writing your script. 
I'm glad that you do. And I'm glad I, I want your calls. I, I want your yes. calls. I just so, don't I want to hear that shaky piece of paper while you while you read. No, all kidding. we're saying I'm, is all we're saying is look, nothing to worry about enough to deal with. There's enough everybody's got to deal with every day. You don't need to put the added pressure on yourself, baby. We're it's all right. Don't sweat it. We're just yeah. there we go. We're moderately successful podcasters. It's not that big of a deal. <laughs> Look at Steve. He's barely alive. I'm yeah, barely alive. <laughs> Look at this. It's are fine. You, are you at home sitting on a, a medically uh, sanctioned ass pillow? Mm-hmm. If not, you're doing much better than <laughs> Probably me. Not. Call Probably right not. Call right in. Don't worry about it. Uh, none of uh, Jason Statham's v- uh, victims in The Beekeeper need ass pillows because they're all dead in the new one from David Ayer. Uh, so who is it? Just me and you, Chris, uh, on this one, right? I think yeah. so. I did not yeah. get to. I, I wanted to, to get to it, but I unfortunately yeah. did not. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Uh, it, so, Chris Cabin, what are your thoughts here on the Beekeeper, my friend? I mean, it, it's it's a David Ayer joint, so it, it is bad. It is what uh, he he comes. <laughs> he always brings it. It's always going to be bad. Uh, but and that's I I say that with a little tragedy to it because I do think the guy's got some style. There's like parts of this movie that do work uh a lot of the action does work pretty much it's cut to shit it's not edited very well uh and you would think now in the age of like post scott atkins choreography you know good fight choreography is now a must in the john wick slash scott atkins world but like it's still really not that well done in this it's better than usual okay better than usual with the jason statham movie but yeah when i'm watching i just got done with john wick part four man the bar has been lifted you no longer sure. can like get away with half doing it i think I, and like i just also watched um uh, eric i think you've seen uh the one shot and one more shot i movie. saw i saw one shot i did not see the sequel yet it it, it just it, to me it's so basic like oh you can just do this and make it look good you don't have to like fuss too much it's it, yeah. it's pretty easy to do it and like now i'm just kind of like well you cut away from like all the good movement. I, I don't know. What's but interesting anyway, I, about one shot is just a quick digression is that sure. Ryan Phillippe's in it. You know, he that's is. kind of surprising. That's where he's oh. been. He's now doing Scott Atkins movies. He cool. he's, got, he's got a little Empire of Secret movies. Uh, oh, that Ryan sure. he's, he's been getting there. And But anyway, to, back to Beekeeper. Yeah. Uh, I Like the story, I just was kind of like, this is fine. But like, if you're going to have this antic world, like, it feels like they did a half step of something like um, like Smoke and Aces, where there's a bunch of like characters that come out of the sun that are like yeah. crazy and just trying to kill someone. Yeah. Like, yeah. and like I, f- I was like, okay, and then like it come, it like pulls it back immediately, and like it keeps doing that herky jerky thing where it can't decide: does it just want to be a crazy action movie, or is it trying to be somewhat serious, like a John Wick, where there's like lore that we care about? They are trying to have it both, and also like we're kind of saying something. Oh which, wow! Okay. <laughs> no, nobody needs to be saying nothing in the beekeeper. No. It would be totally, <laughs> totally fine. Um, I mean, I think like, look, there's obviously like levels of shit, and I don't think every movie is gonna try to like you know should try to top John Wick type stuff. That's why John Wick is John Wick. Um, so I don't know. I I found the fighting. Better than your average Statham movie. Uh, it has a lot of fucking really silly brutality with him going around killing these people. Like, I was probably annoying guy in the theater if anyone was in my screening at Union Square because, like, 
I was howling, <laughs> howling, laughing at the way he's killing some of these Let me people. Ask you now, this is this is how you this is how you rate action movies, Chris. Is mm-hmm. it better than Expendables Four? <laughs> what? Oh, it, it, that's the thing. Anything above Expendables Four is okay. Yes, <laughs> that's that's a three no, star. Everything above that that is a healthy yeah, yeah, three no. star fellow. <laughs> no flag on the play. No, yeah, Beekeeper is a Beekeeper is a is a healthy three star in my opinion. I'll say though, you see, I want an I want an air cut of my own, but this air cut just removes the absolutely useless FBI characters who are like. 30 minutes behind the fucking movie every step of the way and like the whole thing is like Statham is getting revenge for uh, Felicia Rashad's character committing suicide because she gets fucking scammed and all her money goes away and the the one of the FBI agents the character is the daughter of Felicia Rashad so that's why they keep it in the movie it's so awful it's so just it's Pulling the emergency brake on a subway train. Is Pat Pespis in it? Does he go to the beekeeper like, go get a beekeeper? <laughs> don't tease me. Don't tease me. I would like that. That's something but, I would like. That's this is stuff I don't like. This is like boring. Like, oh god, we've got to. F- what is the beekeeper? Is he part of the beekeepers? Do they all beekeep? And I'm like, uh, yeah. I don't give a. I, fuck. I, I hate when there's too much lore, and I think that's my We're problem really, with John Wick as well. Yep, I, we're really uh, trying to set up lore, but it's like. John Wick sets up lore because that's what John Wick's doing. This sets up lore because that's what John Wick's doing. Yeah. You know, exactly. and that's and that's what kind of sucks about it. And it but that's why, like, if you look at it not as, you know, something that should have been competing with John Wick, but something that's totally stupid and over the top in a lot of ways, you can just laugh your way through it and have fun watching it. And that's the level that I was meeting the beekeeper at. Because it's stupid, but yeah. it's to me it was fun, stupid. There's, and I apologize to the other six people that wound up being in my screening opening weekend. I'm curious. I was pretty loud. Like the <laughs> the air cut of Suicide Squad, because they keep saying it. I mean, I it's one I, of those things where like in middle school when like somebody makes a joke and then like the guy who nobody likes kind of like latches onto it at the back. He's like, yeah, me too. He's he totally shit his pants. Like that's what that that's what this uh there's an air cut of Suicide Squad too, by the way. I, 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 I don't know. Well, I, because it, it, the air cut is like what he gave them uh before they decided to do like massive reshoots, right? That, that's what I assume. Theoretically. It's just it's one of those things where I don't think we're ever gonna see the light of day. It'll no. never happen, but if it does, it'd be cool to see, like uh, you know, oh, here comes Margot Robbie, 10 years older in this scene than the <laughs> other one. If we did it for Snyder, man, I'm fine doing it for whoever else. It's stupid yeah. as shit. I will watch the fucking David Ayer like director's cut of Suicide Squad. I absolutely will. The same way I would love to see whatever the Whatever uh, Gareth Edwards gave them, uh, gave Rogue One before yeah, they right, yeah. the reshoots. I would love to see what the fuck he was doing. I like cuts. Yeah, yeah. I give like me cuts. Let me give me all the cuts. Uh, hey, all right, guys. So something uh, that's not getting any additional cuts. ISS, uh, which opened uh, this weekend, kind of, I think, was at sixth at the box office. This was out from Bleaker. New one from Gabriella Cowper- Cowperthwaite. Um, great yeah, concept. It, great concept. Yes. Yes sluggishly executed yeah. i have to say um i think like it does reach a couple of those nice tense like paranoid moments but never can keep the balloon in the air so it's just the kid constantly picking the balloon back up off the ground again it's a great concept i do think it was like you know it's one of those things where this is a problem with 
some modern filmmaking wherein all of the acting is so studied and human and small and like real and like we're trying to really make this movie needed the twilight zoney kind of like big performances you know what i mean and like i think that like that's not shitting on the actors who are in the movie i think they're all doing what the director wanted which i think she wanted this to be kind of like a what if this really happened i'm like not really though like what if it happened it was kind of fun you know what right, I mean? Or, yes. or, or is exciting. Yeah. Those personalities way. need to be dialed up. Make that guy more Russian somehow. Or exactly. Whatever. And um, the squirrely guy should be crazy at some point. You know what I mean? Shout like, out to Chris Messina's mustache. though. that was great. Great mustache. Ooh, yeah, not too right, shabby. Right. Um, and yeah, I mean, it, that's the thing. It's also got a really good cast because like it's Chris Messina. Yeah. Ariana DeBose Absolutely. is sort of like the lead character. John Gallagher Jr. is a great actor. Uh, Costa Ronin from the Americans. He's one of the Russian guys. And then uh, Pilo Asba uh you're in Greyjoy, I believe. Yes. Who cannot not play an asshole? Has no. to do it from now on. It's just it's a mandate. Well, he if you do what you love, Chris, you'll head. never work a day in your life. Was he? Uh, he's not the bearded guy in uh, Succession with uh, uh, Skarsgård, right? No, he's I get the guy looks up. exactly like him, yeah. though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. a little but, taller. The guy in the Succession. yeah. I just I think all of them were good, but it's just sort of like it was just very quiet. You know what I mean? Like it's much more quiet and, and sensitive than it needed to be. It's very dramatic. I mean, like the it, it's trying. I mean, this is what we do all the time now. We take uh, all the fact checkers seriously. We're yes. like, look, well, do, would this if somebody who had been in this situation before was watching this, would they be like, yeah, that that's about what it was like, and like that's essentially what they want, rather than be like, yeah, or like, woo, or it should be a Twilight Zone. It should be a ninety-minute yeah. Twilight Zone episode. You know what I mean? Like, because it's such a Twilight Zone concept. Yes. Like, here you are up in space and the world ends beneath you. What do you do? I think my biggest problem was the ending was just sort of like, we don't know what to do. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yes. You do. You don't know how to end it, which is why, like, if you're getting like crazy with it, like then you can have a crazy ending, but this, it has this like ponderous, like what now? And yeah. you're like, I kind of don't care. It's yeah. the oh, it's the oh hello bartender. I'll take another grip. <laughs> <laughs> But I mean, it the, looks really good. I, I was thought about all to the say the, stuff, the visual really effects, cool. the visual yeah. effects look good. There's definitely things to like about the movie. I just felt like it fell short a little bit. And I know it sounds like, especially with the beekeeper, it's like we want a grounded story. But then we get to this movie. We're like, how about a fantastical one yeah. with robots? And, so yeah, I mean, it's, but, it's, it's a it's a different temperature for each dish, to, though. You to, know what I mean? To be clear, I don't want uh, uh, Beekeeper to be grounded at all. I oh, want okay. it to be crazy all the time. If it's going to oh. I just don't like that. It keeps on going back and forth. You rather just than don't just like being, the world building. The, 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 yeah. And like that, you put so much time into it. Like well, where that's that the FBI, dude. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Because like all the Jeremy Iron stuff and Josh Hutcherson, like that shit is crazy. And then, of course, everything uh, Statham is doing is crazy. Uh, but then you have the FBI shit where it's like, now it's a serious crime action yes. thing. And I'm like, no, 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 get stupid again. Go back yeah. again. Okay. And, and then you have Jason Statham like going back and like looking mournfully at things and being like, yeah, once was a guy, but now I'm another guy. <laughs> and uh, and now I got to kill you. And like, it's just like, I, I it, there's a 90 minute crazy movie there that they didn't make instead of making, rather than instead they made a two hour movie where it's like, some of it is crazy. Mm. Yeah. I mean, so so we're saying here with, with ISS, yeah, ISS. It, it needed to be 
a little crazier. But not a, not a complete strikeout. I think yeah, it's yeah, not no. enough. I would um, say if you're interested in the, if you're interested in the concept, I think it is definitely worth watching. It's definitely, definitely. yeah. Uh, you know, go out and check it out because it, it, there is there's stuff there. I think the performances are there. I mean, I do think the yeah, like the the zero gravity stuff was very cool and very uh fun to it watch it all looked very scene. fluid like yes. yeah. you know and for a small movie you know yeah. i think that that was i was like wow this is looking pretty good for the scale of what the you know the production seemed to oh, be for definitely sure. definitely um so yeah no you could you could definitely do worse uh for sure um so all right this i'm really curious because we haven't talked about this together at all yet mm. but true detective night country uh, who among us uh, is going along with this so far? Two episodes. We yeah, got everybody. I watched okay. it all. Yep. Yeah. No. Thus far, it's early. It's, 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 it's early, early but it's eerie. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Reaping me the fuck out, man. I'm hopeful for it. You know, obviously, a lot you can compare to like the thing or whatever, and it's interesting. And I'm going to keep watching it, and I hope it really gets there. Yeah. I do too. I, I like Jodie Foster a lot. Uh, Kelly Rice is okay thus far. Good I sex kinda, scenes. I mean, a lot of sex scenes. I <laughs> yeah, mean, it's, it's quite for everyone. I mean, it's true. HBO original program. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's that's, just we're just railed against something. Sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that is the the main reason I watch. Like the story ha- has not grabbed me the way the. I mean, even the the second one. At least I was like into it immediately. This one, I'm like, we'll see where it's going. Have uh, yeah. But I this is the only way I'm gonna get Jodie Foster like. Yeah, I, I'm in, I'm a man in the desert here. I'm trying yes, to exactly. find water, <laughs> and like I, I only can only go to True Detective season four to get my Jody Foster. That's right. Listen, Jody, he'll shoot the president for you. He'll do Look, it, and I will do it correctly. Just a joke. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Uh, what about? Uh, did you see uh, her and um, Annette Benning in the movie there about Annette uh, Benning's the Niad or Niad? Yeah, or, Niad. I think it, it's yeah. fine. It's, you know, it's <laughs> well, what, what are you going to do? My thing with this true detective season is I'm like, are there like outright ghosts on That's this show the now? Probably. I'm betting like yes. And there I'm, have not, to be clear, there have not been ghosts and or goblins or any supernatural any elements in any of okay. the Okay. No. All right. I mean, they try to kind of get you there in that first season with the yes. Yellow King or whatever. Right, but that's, yeah, yeah. dude, Steve, you're totally right, though, because like I haven't seen two or three. We saw the first episode of two and, and fell off immediately. But I'm watching this and I was like, have they been introducing like paranormal shit yeah. on this show? No, I want memory, everyone, memory is a ghost in all those movies. Go back <laughs> to <laughs> season sure. three and talk because that's a dementia one and it's oh, fun. Love it. Yeah, really season one. three is great. I, I would say, <laughs> yeah, yeah you, Andrew, if you're looking for more true detective, yeah. season three is fantastic. Watching Mahershala and Stephen Dorff go go head to head is just so Ooh. much great oh steven dorf's the other guy yeah yeah, yeah. oh that's fucking cool i will i gotta watch mahershal and something because i'm not getting that goddamn blade movie (laughs) i have to figure it out they can't boobs you can't figure out a blade movie sword sunglasses mahershal and that's the movie back to true detective am i wrong oh yeah did we get like a rust cole's possible brother going on here with travis cole yes i think they're they're gonna connect it to season one i read oh we'll see i don't i don't know if it's brother but they the captions have the names they are, yeah. the same because it's, it's it's what's it's Fiona Shaw whoever is like oh Travis Cole showed me the the bodies Travis Travis Cole oh, Travis someone Cole. in the chat oh. says it's his dad so I right but season one took place in the, the early nineties or something or was yeah, it a period or I don't know it was it, yeah it, 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 did, it did both but yeah. I guess a ghost. You don't have to worry about ages for ghosts. I guess no, no. you're dead a while. If you're going to yeah. do a ghost, you just do a ghost. 
Liam okay, Carroll okay. seems to confirm Travis Cole is Rust Cole's father. Mm. Would that make Fiona Shaw Rust Cole's mother then? Quite possibly. Possibly. We don't know yet. Do you think McConaughey is going to sashay in at like the, the final levels? <laughs> wow, pretty cold out here. Yeah. He's coming home oh, for yeah. Christmas. <laughs> they de-age of like a 51-year-old Matthew McConaughey. Yeah. I, I tell you, time is a flat shirt, but man, is it is it dark out all the time out here? Wow. That is <laughs> that is something. That's why you have to run all the way down to the bayou. Get away from all that uh, yeah, cold that's true. night country. Uh, also appreciate um, getting some John Hawks in my yeah. entertainment diet. Uh, it had been a long time, I think, since I'd seen that guy in fucking anything, right? Yeah, and I, I will I, say, I, uh, anyway. fucking, you got Christopher Eccleston running for Colt McElhenney now. Like, they look exactly yeah. the same. How did well, that cause happen? Because he's, he's got, like, they both have the same pattern baldness and now yes. they're getting the same that dude close crop haircut yes and yeah. like eccleson's like, haircut in doorways. this show yes yeah and he's no. eccleson's looking a little uh like bigger big. yeah, yeah. He's, like he's getting, like working out not like fatter like no, kind no, of, the no, we're getting big we're getting swole <laughs> serum. uh yeah i don't know i mean all of the shit like you know with the crime scene and everything like it's very Hannibal yeah. Uh, yeah. feeling, which is weird, too. Yeah. I mean, I'll take it. But again, it's just so, so different from the true detective I've known. Well, well yeah, I mean, cause I, I would say even like the first one, the third one, uh, I was sure I was enjoying watching it. Whatever the big arc was, like I was enjoying each episode on their own merit. Yeah. And that mm. is not true of this. This I am more. There are things I like but I'm floating around in the hopes that I'm going to like the big arc once it comes together. I feel like that's my feeling right now on it. I I, will see, of course, you know, this is only two episodes. I don't know how long it is. Yeah. I don't know either. Uh, what, this true detective. They've all been eight episodes. Traditionally. I don't know if they're going to do something different. I'm just, I'm telling you right now, I am in like the worst mood with TV right now. Cause I just finished season two of Reacher and it is a piece of shit. Uh, I am not done oh, yet. Wow. I have one left. It, the first season was. Did, did you great. like the? I love the first, first season. It's great. The second great season, season, it's like I don't care about your buddies or your what, buddies. You didn't. Why did they make Jack Reacher part of the Avengers? Why the fuck did it happen? <laughs> well, no. Listen, I, I didn't I get to Iron Man showing up in the finale yet, so so I'll hold off. No, yeah, I mean, but you know what I mean. Like now he has a group, and he's like, I don't like that he's got a group. Have, yeah. yeah, and and like it doesn't matter. I don't care. I want the character. Like I, I it doesn't matter. <laughs> I want. Like, he needs to be the fish out of water. You know, like yes. you can't be. You can't be. You know, water in in the fish. What, what are we going? What are we doing well, here? What are you going to give Raylan Gibbons three people that matter as much as him in the same job? The yes, second it's, it's like if justified? you had. It's like if you had Justify season two. You're right, and there's three Raylan Gibbons hanging around. I mean, that's I that was the problem with that Ant Man movie, and that's I don't yep. understand the desire to be like, oh, you liked it one time. What if everyone can do that? No, that's the point. That's the guy that does that. That's yes. why I come to watch this thing. Right. That's the bad idea with Blade having a team or whatever that yeah, was supposed to be. Exactly. What are you doing? Yeah, yeah. I just I, Jordan I don't get sunglasses. It. Mm-hmm. It's I mean it's because you want you you can sell that as like we're gonna build out a universe. This mm-hmm. is how we make other shows. We're gonna have a Reacher's girlfriend. The show, uh-huh. uh, and you know, oh, the, the Reacher's, first of all, get a better title. Oh, yeah, I, 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 Reacher's like family man friend. The uh, show, yeah. like it's gonna have all those versions of it, and you sell it that way, but it makes the show itself a shithole. You know, at the same time, it's fun enough just because I like seeing people get killed. That's sure. sort of what I'm in <laughs> sure. TV. For. Yeah. Oh yeah, you love that. 
But I hope in season three, because it seems to be doing very well. I can't imagine them not doing a season three of Reacher. I hope that they go back to formula. By the way, I revisited those. Back to formula. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, thank you. That was delightful. I revisited, I revisited the Tom Cruise movies. Oh, the Reacher movies? Uh-huh. And the first one with Werner Herzog's good enough, but the second one is god-awful. Horrible. Horrible movie. Oh, wow. Oh, stay tuned, Edward. Colby oh, Smulders? Oh, Co-lead? Oh. Are you kidding me? No. I don't oh, know why wow, people really? try, try and trick me into watching that woman do stuff. I, 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 she I don't belongs get it. number Jeez. 32 on a Marvel call sheet and have to see I, that. I, that's another, that's what we're talking about, Sydney Sweetie. I think she's great and they just miscast her. If you ever seen uh, Andrew Bajalski's results, mm. she's fantastic in it. Okay. Which, she is good oh, in that shit, movie. you're right. I yeah. do like that movie. Fuck. I, well, she's really I take, good. I take it back. It Don't took- worry. That uh, Samuel L. Jackson uh, secret invasion show oh. took took care yeah. of your problem for I, you. I, oh, I noticed. Oh, oh. So that's uh, they they murdered her. So mm. you you don't <laughs> have to worry about her turning turn oh, over oh, the okay. MCU. I did not know. Well, good for her. <laughs> uh, yeah, that movie's all that show's old enough, and no one watched it anyway. So, oh, yeah. you know, whatever. Okay. It's like it's the inciting incident of the series. So, sure. Oh, okay. Not really that much of a spoiler. Oh, yeah. No, who gives a shit? Anyway, I guess Jerry is still out uh, for a couple of y'all on uh, True Detective. I'm in. It's fucking weird. I'm watching. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm in. Yeah. Um, I just also because I've been seeing it in the chat, I think I'm the only one that took the leap. I did really like Echo, by the way, the uh, uh, Disney show there. Uh, brutal as fuck, really good fight choreography, good family story, and D'Onofrio in almost every episode reprising mm. as Kingpin. Um, only one Daredevil sighting, but I did see, did you guys see they started refilming that shit? Because it's going to be all like reimagined or totally right. done or whatever. What? The, what? The, the, they stopped yeah. shooting the Daredevil show, the new one. Born yeah. Again? Uh, again? Yeah. Just well, no, no, no. It, they stopped it. And yeah. then it was like, we're creatively retooling it. And now, like, I think tomorrow or today, actually, they start filming whatever the new thing is going to be. I, it's going to be hard for me to do any Marvel TV we're, anymore. We're never seeing any of these movies. Blade's not <laughs> happening. This movie's not happening. Like, just What's stop the TV it. show? I just well, feel like either way. J- yeah. Poor Charlie Cox is like uh, William Shatner in that Twilight Zone episode. Is it coming? Is, is Daredevil Board again coming out next year? <laughs> is it coming out the year after that? Can I leave? When can I leave? Tick, tickets God. out of the mouth of a clown or whatever that was. Well, yeah, well, okay, yeah, keep doing this. And like, well, yeah, because what else is he going to do? Are they going to try to like a, a, a prequel version of his character from fucking Boardwalk Empire? Is that what he's going to do? I, I would mean, like he's, that. He's 30 years too old for it now. But yeah, it's at dope. that point. Yeah, but that'd be nice. <laughs> um, But yeah, I don't know. Anyway, mm-hmm. see see Echo. It's a quick. It's like yeah. five of them. I think oh, I, I, they're all I, I like meaning to get through it. I, I want to. Yeah, they're all like forty something minutes. It flies by. I watched it all in in a single sitting. Cool. Um, so real quick, this is a weird thing because it came out January second. Uh, I received it in the mail January twelfth. <laughs> uh, but a little bit of home media mania here. Uh, Criterion put out uh, the Apu trilogy, the Satyajit Ray trilogy oh, yeah. of movies. Um, which are just some of the most masterful movies good shit. ever made. Uh, Pather Panchali, uh, Aparajito, and Upper Sansar make up the three movies. Uh, the first one sort of like put uh, India's uh, drama cinema in like international conversation. It was a huge hit. I think John Huston was who brought it 
to New York City or something uh, like that. But these are all like literally restored from ashes. The fucking negatives burned in a fire. And they, uh, this was like the Academy Film Archive and um, La Magine Retraviata in Italy, like worked painlessly to restore these movies. They look gorgeous. Um, Essays by fucking Terry Rafferty, great filmmaker, and Garish Shambu, um, both great film writers uh, in this. If you uh, are interested in a place to start with Indian cinema, these three movies 100% pick up uh, this set from Criterion. You will uh, not regret it. Incredible. Great. Their work with the Ray stuff, they, they've been very good yeah. at Ray movies. Yeah. Uh, I, and they've all been really uh, well preserved. Yeah. And those are just three excellent movies. Oh, yeah. One little pack there to so go for that. Uh, but that's going to do it for this week, gang. Um, Good to be back, of course. Uh, just some reminders about stuff here. Oh, here was the yeah. <laughs> I, think I didn't put up. Uh, anyway, uh, so stuff that's out on Patreon, of course. Uh, speaking of McConaughey, Agent Elvis was covered on Animation yeah. Damnation last that's week. Right. Uh, just a real 15 years too late cartoon there. Uh, and then a character that just never got to thrive in her glory, <laughs> no. Lady Valeria. Um, uh, the Gleep Glossary, the poor pig lady. <laughs> yes, and if you don't care about the pig lady, you have to listen to this episode for Steve getting stuck in uh, some financial trouble. Exactly. That's part of why I had to go away for a little while, because some narc-ass fan yeah. was like, do you remember when you made a bet so many years ago? And then do you I, remember? And then, thank you, fan, because then I got that $100, and then suddenly Steve's going to Dr. Nick Riviera's clinic, <laughs> and he's taking even longer to recover. Exactly. Say, he got, he got well, the that $100 bucks didn't, didn't last that long. How, how, how's that tape treat you? The tape's ready to go, too. <laughs> Uh, everything must go. We need to. We need to make money here. I am really fucking in too deep. It's not a joke. It's not a joke. Please help. Uh, what's also not a joke is tomorrow we're releasing uh, the next We Eight movies on Expendables. Expendables for the dumbly titled sequel. Foibles. Speaking of movies, no one was asking for, uh, and you can catch that puppy ad free on the Patreon at the eight dollar level and up. And stay tuned for later in the week, Thursday, all new Melrose 210. This one's pretty ridiculous on both ends of the show. Long one, too. We went the jumbo size episode. But I'm sorry, Joe is on trial for murder and we just went long. <laughs> we had to talk a lot about we, that. Yes, we had to talk about her. Yes. Oh my God. Get get out soon. Yes. Uh, and then on the Nexus, of course, that's going to drop on Friday. Uh, Charles Napier shirtless playing shitty music on TOS. Sick, dude. Oh uh, my God. It's it's something. If, it's if you want to if you want to <laughs> see a, a narrative in our show here, you can watch as Andrew says. There's no Charles Manson's music. Is not good. There's nothing even slightly worse than it <laughs> Which in wrong. the Asian Elvis episode. Yes. And then come to the Nexus episode where he does indeed find songs <laughs> that are worse than Charles Manson's songs. Yes, I wouldn't have believed it if I didn't see it for myself. Being, Chris. being, <laughs> being played by Jonathan Demme, favorite uh, Charles Napier. Yes, yes, this is a Nexus worth it for everyone who wants to hear Chris freak out for 90 minutes. Hey, I would <laughs> so love it. It's off. You were so uh, angry. It was I really just, it was oh, upsetting to me personally. Fuck, I have. Uh, well, that's fine. It was pretty funny. Uh, so patreon.com slash we hate movies for all that. Uh, that's going to do it for this week. We're stoked to be back. Thanks for tuning in. Until next week, I've been Andrew Jupin. Steven Zedek. Eric Siska. Chris Cabin. Have a good one, folks. Adios.